Uh, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Who's gonna do it? What's up, y'all? It's the Drunken Knights. Yep. You got me. You got me, King K. Yup. We got Brother to the Night. Yup. And Boss Who will not be making it this show. He has some very urgent personal, personal shit, you know, family yeah. business and shit, you know. He might pop in, he might not. You know, after shit changed for that nigga, shit changed for that nigga. Yeah. I'ma leave it at that because he ain't here to speak on this situation, but no, yeah. God is good. God is good. Praise God anyway. My nigga happy. Praise God. Yeah, man. But uh what the fuck happened this week? A lot of motherfuckers just happened. But why? Cause it was a good ass week. With the exception of, you know, P. Diddy. No, not P. Diddy, but Prince. P. Diddy. Don't ever do I that to, shit I try, Yeah, I tried to do that to my nigga. I can't do that to my <laughs> You can't Diddy five Prince. Yeah, I, mean, I was shitty that people was Prince making was making fucking memes about it. Making fun, like, hey, man, that's Prince. Y'all leave Prince the fuck alone. No, some of that shit was funny. They had a picture of Jocelyn. They was like, look, Prince, <laughs> Prince still here, nigga. <laughs> and they put a mustache on Rihanna. Yeah. Yeah, man, but I ain't like it. I was like, man, look. The internet did some assholes, man. They make a joke out of any fucking hey, thing. That nigga was pretty. That's, his, that's that nigga fault for being pretty. That nigga wore blouses. That's the only nigga that you we know that could wear a blouse. Gay. He wasn't gay. Yeah, we could wear he could wear a blouse and would nobody question if he was gay or not. And you still keep your bitch away from him, like exactly. Like that nigga um, got a blouse on. That nigga wear like eyeliner. That shit look just but like yours, baby. Bet not. <laughs> bet, you better not look at that nigga. You already know. If a, if a nigga gonna wear that shit, you know how confident he is yeah. in being able to pull your bitch. Take him my ass. Yeah. Uh, I ain't gonna say that Cause uh, uh, some niggas wearing blouses And they might take your bitch But they gonna take her to get her nails or something. You know what I mean? They might go shopping with her or something. <laughs> he, he don't want her like that He's just like yeah You, you can have her back in a minute I just you know uh, yeah. I need to get her together <laughs> yeah. Then he'll turn around and be like Where the hell is that Mm-mm. And play like he ain't gay. No, 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 I've seen a motherfucker who was gay like that, and then he just want to keep talking about his girl all the time. Be like, dude, you ain't got a front for us. Everybody know you gay right, as yeah. hell. You know, I don't know that nigga. Who that nigga? Do huh? I know that nigga? You don't know. No, no. you don't know. <laughs> if you knew, I'd tell you. I don't know it was like that, but he was cool as shit. I, my, isn't he my nigga? Like, he my type of gay. You know what I mean? What? Look, if you gay, elaborate, nigga. Yeah, if you gay, you don't gotta be all flamboyant. You know what I mean? Like, if you like dick, just carry your and conduct yourself like a man. You know what I mean? You ain't gotta be tasting yourself when you talk to me and snap your fingers and all this, that, and the third. Like, if you like dick, you just like dick. Dress like a man, you ain't gotta be wearing no makeup and all that shit. You know what I mean? So, but he was still, like, he was a man. He liked men, but he was still. Manly. Manly, you know what I mean? So, yeah, so I was like, look, shit, 
that's what I mean by my type of gay. Like, if you cool, like, you still a man. You know what I mean? Just because you like dick don't make you less of a man. You know what I mean? It does. <laughs> but you know, you're still a man. You know what I mean? You know what I mean, man? Jay Little smell good. Stay like that, man. Man, you still a man. I got a gay dude in my job, man. I'm talking about he's real fun, boy, and dressed a drag and all kind of shit. And I guess somebody was fucking with him at work. And oh. then he was telling me about it. I pulled him into the office. That's discrimination. Yeah, I pulled him into the office just to figure out what was going on. And he's one of the hardest workers I got. And so you uh, can't take this bag up out of here, nigga. I'm gonna so, beat your ass, nigga. You do fuck with my bag. <laughs> <laughs> Business, nigga. <laughs> but see, I, I I had said something, man. I think I kind of offended him because I started laughing after I said he was real serious. I was like, I was like, man, you do be busting ass. <laughs> and after I said it, he said, I know, right? And then I started laughing because I just caught it with myself. Oh, yeah, my and then man. I think that made that's your phone. For God, you. no. <laughs> I think that made hey, him start catching, catching on to what I was saying. I think he got a little shitty about it. No pun intended. <laughs> but either way, man, look, all right, back on the thing, man. I'm, I'm, I'm real sad Prince is gone. Yeah, he was ugly, man. Do you think it was some nigga theory? That he got some nigga theory on his I death? Do. I knew you did. I do. He was sick, though. Well, no, he wasn't. Man, Prince has been sick for a while. And when you hear back, up until right now, that he was Look, sick? Nah, cause nah, like, been heard about it. Nah, but hold on though. When he canceled, when he started canceling uh, shows, canceled but the, show. the last show he canceled was in Atlanta. It was on the seventh of this month. He, he had just he did the show. He got ill on the way yeah, back to Minneapolis, and well, he did, over he, in Illinois. He didn't do them shits in Atlanta because my guy was he had he was supposed to go to them shits and they canceled them. It was a show on the seventh in Atlanta that he was supposed to do, and he canceled it. And went back home or whatever, cause I guess he had the flu or some shit like that. And they like talking about this nigga was on overdosing and. I don't know what the fuck he was doing. I, I, don't, I don't like for a nigga to look like he looked. I've been in the game. I, I don't think he was fucking with drugs and shit like that. That's nah. some, that's that's some young people shit. When you older and up in the game like that, unless you Rick James, I think he was on the scripts. Maybe, but I don't think that's what killed him in the long run. And like I said, he's a performer. He on the road all the time, so he gonna have me fifty seven. He gonna have a couple joints, you know what I mean? He gonna have some soreness and some. And I hear he puts on a really good show. Yeah, you I know mean, what you think about it, man. You. This nigga there, I got nigga. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Before before you start, okay. we got James Alred here too, man, from Alred Financial Group. We're gonna be talking about this money a little bit later on. All right, he the CEO and president of this shit. We gotta teach you motherfuckers about some money. Then we got millions, man, in here. For we got the, millions, uh, man, Mike. One time for uh, swoop pussy ass uh, out here doing what he's supposed to be doing. He ain't no pussy ass, but yeah, man, he, he I been, gotta say that he, he being a grown man. I <laughs> know we don't want no more. Uh, we don't want no cuss outs. Yeah. <laughs> well, all right, go ahead, Jack. <laughs> well, you know, honestly, when I when I think about Prince, man, I mean, you you can sit and see other artists and music, entertainment, or whatever, and you can probably think back to an interview they did on TV where you like that motherfucker was high, that motherfucker was drunk, they just wasn't in their right mind. Mm -hmm. 
Can't never send him out about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whenever you saw him in public, his shit was together. Mm-hmm. Was together. If a motherfucker strung out on dope, you can't always have your shit together when you're out in public. You I don't think so. I don't think he was out there like that. He was you know always I mean? in public. Mm. We don't know. He kept his life private for the most part. So we, you know, you always gonna have people that's gonna have conspiracy theories and, and conjecture and shit like that, man. But to me, I look past all that. I'm like, this man was a true artist when yeah. it came to music. And people need to appreciate that, that. shit. Mm-hmm. Quit looking at people's mm-hmm. personal lives. To me, nowadays, you don't have artists like that. You don't. You know, you can have people that can sing real well, mm-hmm. but they can't play instrument one. Mm-hmm. That nigga or they play 27 instruments. Yeah, he's a that musician. He mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You got a dude that had a voice deeper than most, but could hit high notes. Mm-hmm. I mean, this dude was. He was a true artist. Let's see. That, I think that's where a lot of that even comes up because, man, the guy, man, he was an icon. So at the end mm-hmm. of the day, I mean, everybody kind of suspects foul play at 57 years old. Mm-hmm. It's this diehard loyal fans. It's like, man, nah, man. He a Jehovah's Witness, man. You know a Jehovah's Witness on drugs, yeah. Come on, man. You know, if they are, then they're not in the Jehovah's exactly. Witness spirit. You know what I mean? So it wasn't. It's nothing like he's shooting up heroin, but you think somebody who doesn't do drugs, who gets a prescription for something like oxycontin or soma or something of that nature, you know what I'm saying? Now that could be where you take two pills instead of one. Mm-hmm. That can cause an overdose for somebody that's not a drug user. And personally, I feel like even that whole overdose story was some shit from some people that was just trying to have a story. Mm-hmm. It, it broke too soon, and it don't, it don't really sound like the prince everybody mm-hmm. know. You know what I mean? That was an actual story but that he overdosed. It was on yeah. TMZ. Yeah. Oh, I don't trust none TMZ I mean, say anyway. Who gives a fuck? Exactly. Yeah. I don't care. Too. I don't care what he died of. You I know what I'm saying? I mean that. That type of music right there is, I mean, that's timeless music. Man. I Ain't say, doing that shit no more. With him, with him gone, Mike gone, and Whitney gone. That's the '80s. The '80s are dead. Bobby Brown, we still got Bobby. Bobby the nineties. Yeah. Bobby was the nineties. Yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> nah, he wasn't on that level. nah. <laughs> Whitney, we got Prince, and Stevie. That ain't even our. That that ain't nah, the eighties. That's more seventies. Yeah. Did mm. y'all go to see like, when he came here? No, nah, I didn't. Yeah. Still, I can't see you either. That's the. <laughs> <laughs> no, it ain't nobody on that Prince level. Yeah. But well, even when Prince hey, was I around, people, it wasn't I mean, never nobody. I had people picking Prince. Prince nah, nah, he like, wasn't because I was talking to somebody that about that the other day. They was talking about like was Prince is Prince as influential as Michael? I was like. Probably more because Mike Mike was manufactured. You know what I mean? Like somebody wrote Michael's songs. Like, look, I'm gonna tell you a lot of it. Some of it, you know what I mean? Some of it, but like Mike was a conductor. You know what I mean? Look, I need you to do this like this. Play this like this. Uh, you say this like this, and I'm gonna come up with the lyrics on like as we go along. But. Prince was like, look, I'm going to play this. Show. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. could do every goddamn thing. Yeah. I'm going to play this here. I'm going to play this here. I'm going to play this here. I want you to sing this. I want you to sing that. I'm going to write everybody. everything. <laughs> everything. <laughs> everything for everybody. I mean, Mike, you know, Mike was one of those people that... You know, he grew up in the game. He, he was, was an entertainer. So, Mike was an entertainer. Yeah, Prince was a musician. Loved him because they saw him go from being Both a kid to a teenager to an adult, like Mike. Mm-hmm. and he had Prince. the whole dance thing going on. You know what I'm saying? Prince couldn't dance for shit. Nah. You know what I'm saying? But he was that musician. I, I saw on the, on the news they was talking about when Prince first came out. 
and he was like an opening act for an opening act for like the damn um what was the group the um with Mick Jagger uh Rolling Stones Rolling Stones when he said he came out on stage and he had on a black trench coat and he started singing he took it off and all he had on was like they started like throwing shit at him and booing him and stuff like that, you know. Okay. So he only did like three songs and he went off. And they was like somebody who was like high up in the, in the motherfucking the, the, the set up to everything came out and was like, "What the fuck are y'all doing? Uh-uh. This dude right here in three years." He's a musical genius. Uh-huh. And y'all disrespecting like that. Three years later, he came out with controversy and he had the number one motherfucking album. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? And he's just been on top of shit ever since. Uh-huh. And when you start thinking about Prince, what he did, man, for a lot of people, and they don't think about it. This is a man that left Warner Brothers. Mm. He was under contract, so he changed his name to Assemble. Mm-hmm. Still put out his own music, making lots of money, and then he buys his whole catalog from Warner Brothers. Mm-hmm. Brothers wasn't thinking about that shit. You know what I'm saying? Then you start having your, your masterpiece and, and, and you know people like that that started getting into the game. But they follow his model. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He, he broke away from the major labels when everybody was trying to get a major label, label deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So when you think about Prince, you, you got to look at the whole totality of this man, mm-hmm. what he did, man. So I, I don't care how he died. I watched Purple Rain earlier mm-hmm. today, you know what I'm saying? And I'm like, this dude was like 25 years old when he did this movie, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, I look back and I'm like, people love what Master P did. I'm like, he made garbage movies and they thought that was like the best thing ever. Okay. Okay. And he had like, some hood class about it. I mean, yeah, 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 Man. Yeah, it was yeah, a knockout scarf. It was. But I'm just saying, it wasn't anything that hit the major theaters yeah. across. The, you know what I'm saying? Just I mean, Purple Rain was in time. major theaters across the country. I'm under lock. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I mean, come on. That shit came out when I was born, so shit. Yeah, so I mean, it was a classic, man. Everything that man did, man, for the most part, when it came to music and business, was on point. Yeah. So I don't care how he died. And I'm like, one thing that they put a lot of highlight on too was in, in these later years. You know what I mean? With his involvement, even with the Baltimore situation. You heard? You saw the interview? Yeah, yeah. You see what I'm saying? And the whole point was he was telling people, "Look, you ain't gonna get nowhere. You know, complaining. Mm-hmm. Shit, own this shit. Make it yours." When I come back here, you see what I'm saying? I want to play in a stadium owned by you. I want the car. You would imagine that's how we fix all of the problems in the black community. We don't need more police. We need more resources. What separates us from Fishers or Noblesville or guys? Man. Resources. <laughs> I drove, I was in Westfield today. And as soon as you cross probably like 106 maybe, you can tell the difference in money. <laughs> <laughs> it is like like you take Bowman Target's in there. As soon as you cross 42nd Street, you go from a house that's worth $10,000 to a house that's worth two hundred and fifty. Mm-hmm. I mean, these are two blocks apart from each other. You see what I'm saying? So it's like... Prince was on that shit. If we realize the right. money's right there. The same money is right there. But it's not being invested. Look, uh, yeah. I'm gonna move us forward. We're gonna talk about this shit. 
Hold on, hold on, hold on. Because he did some. Yeah, hold on. He's known for doing that shit. Yeah, perfect. I think what it boils down to is we saying when you speak about Prince and you say Prince name, put some respect. You put some respect on it. Don't say nothing about no overdose, no more. Y'all done? We finished? Are you done or are we finished? What the fuck? What the fuck did that mean? Like to me, to me, baby, the baby made himself look more pussy than he did before he even came on the show. Yeah, on you. Yeah, like, like on the radio. Yeah, that's like, what I said. It's like picking out the retarded kid in class and being like, "I'm gonna whoop your ass." Yeah, like while all like, the gangsters are sitting around, you gonna point out the retard and be like, "I'm finna fuck you up." I mean, Charlamagne is bringing everybody back down to a human level. Yeah, I love Charlamagne. Though. I love man. Him, he man. just he speak the truth though. He be speaking his own truth and there you go. His own his own. Yeah, he speak his own truth and it's just his opinion. a lot of motherfuckers though. It's just his opinion. Yeah, so it's not I, mean, yeah, I mean, opinion, I mean, opinion's great, but I mean, Charlamagne just has a way of doing shit, man, where you be like, that shit's just like unnecessary. You know, well, some of it. He do a lot of unnecessary like, ass shit. Like some of it shit, yeah. yes. Some of the Fred Joe Star wasn't gonna beat his ass. Nah, he wasn't gonna beat his That's ass. That's what I'm saying. Like, people be, people say that, like, Charlamagne, like, the niggas that was talking about Charlamagne got old. That's I'm shit like, man, making me like, mad. Like, but how childish are you, man? You know what I mean? Like, if, if you really watch that fucking interview, man. Like, like, don't get on the mic, nigga. It, well, well, not even that. You know what I mean? Like, when a dude came in there, first of all, when baby came in there with like seven motherfuckers. Yeah. To radio interview. You know what I mean? Like, what kind of pussy shit is that? Like, I'm not scared of you, nigga. Like and then yeah. when he got talking about nigga, yeah, I'm pulling up on you. Like, hey, you pull up, yeah, you pull up, you, you pull, pull up, up on Rick Ross and, and like Trick Daddy that's like that. Yeah, yeah. Like, he's like pull up on the and act like exactly. they tough. I ain't acting like that. Exactly. And then he was like, he was like, well, nigga, I'm pulling up on you. Okay, but did you see? Did you see Charlemagne flinch? No, you know what I mean. Like his body language was leaning in. He wasn't scared. That's what he deals with. He deals with these guys that put out these facade images that, and he knows. Good and well, you're a human being. Exactly. And that's the thing, people look at celebrities and don't realize. Mm-hmm. You can see this person walking down the street, not even know who the fuck they are. Why? Because outside of that camera or that bankroll, they're exactly the same as you. Even with the bankroll, mm-hmm. they're the same as you. If, if you cut them, they'll believe you. Whatever baby's plan was when he went in there, it it not, it, that shit backfired because mm-hmm. you didn't scare none of them. The only time I Maybe say, Angela Yee. If anybody, but you didn't scare Charlemagne. I don't think you scared Yee. Cause you, nah, Yee yeah. was surprised. Yeah, yeah. she was like, like, okay. Like she is dealing with what her kids. Had a place. I told him to be quiet. Only thing she. When you look at it, it's like, first of all, you come in here trying to be tough at my job. You know damn well I can't whoop your ass. I can't do nothing. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. I mean, come on now. I mean, it was, it was, it was a week. It was that was a weak ass move. Yeah. My thing, like, 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 like Jay Prince, like Jay Prince, or somebody like that. They wouldn't come in there with seven with all niggas. The people. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. like if, if you really that dude, look, I'm coming by really myself. Exactly. So <laughs> exactly, you know what I mean. So you can't. You put, all you doing is you putting on the facade, like you this big tough guy, man. Baby, no, baby is the guy who emulates the guy who made him. Yeah, slim. You gotta understand. If you gonna be on that camera, you gonna be that man on. Front street, then half of the shit people know about you ain't factual. Mm-hmm. If you really about 
setting the mark and letting the motherfucker know don't put your, you know, don't put my name in your mouth. You don't say shit. Yeah. yeah. You catch that nigga outside of his work, you whoop his motherfucking ass, and then mm-hmm. you tell him, you know, keep my name out your mouth. Yep. And you better not tell nobody, I just whooped your ass. Yeah. <laughs> you better head. not tell nobody, I just <laughs> whooped your ass. <laughs> you don't do all that talking. Put some yeah. respect on that shit. You put some respect on that. When you do all that talking, man, that's just, you know, you just really don't want to do nothing with yourself. Yeah, so look, I said one time, <laughs> Charlemagne, where he was wrong and where somebody else had to pretty much come reiterate what was being said to him, because he didn't gather it because it was personal to him, was when he had that interview with Damon Dash. You see what I'm saying? Damon Dash was basically keeping it real with Charlemagne, but Charlemagne's truth wasn't the truth. And that's when they called Boyce Watkins on the show, mm-hmm. Dr. Boyce Watkins. To reiterate, and he said, No, no, I, what Damon Dash is telling you is right. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? I understand you've been doing this for a long His time. His execution wasn't the best. Exactly. Though. That's what it was. His execution, he's pretty much telling people to not fucking work. And he he dis, no, not, not disgraced. What, what's the word no, I'm looking for? He, he, he was kind of talking bad about people that, that were working. Every day. Yeah, working that work every people. day. Working class people. His, the way he came off he was, was horrible. Comfortable working class. But his, whatever he was trying to say didn't come off right. Didn't. Period. Because he didn't say that. Because he didn't say that. Yeah. Nah. He'll never, he come, he's blunt force, man. He's, he's arrogant, man. Exactly. You know it's like, to me, with, with Damon Dash, is you come off so arrogant, like you got all your shit together. But you don't. But when you look at Jay and you look at you, who's the failure? Mm-hmm. Honestly. Well, you know what I'm saying? I can't Jay, say nah, listen, I can't no, say that. Jay outperformed him. Even on the business side of things, yeah. you know what I'm saying. You look at Jay Z. But well, the reason they put him in that position, exactly, because See, they, he got intercepted. The difference, exactly. Just like Dame didn't burn. Dame take your good plug around uh, niggas that can move as much weight as you. Period. But the thing is, the thing is, Dame, Dame will burn bridges. Jay didn't. You know what I mean? Jay, the way the way Dame comes across will burn a bridge with a motherfucker. What Jay, Dame, he built yeah. upon those relationships. What did Dame bring to the table? The business, he brought. The business, business model. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he's the one that gave Jay his business sense. Because at, at the end of the day, no, Biggs, Biggs had the money. Biggs had the money. Jay, Biggs had the money. No, not really, not not really. Biggs, Biggs, Biggs had the money. Dame had the business sense, and then Jay had the talent. Fuck that, and that's that's how they form. Listen, I'm yeah. just like this though, honestly, and, and I agree with Jay Z on this. I forget which song it was, what, that it was on, but he said, "If you made me make another, another one, one. Yeah. yeah, lost one," and he couldn't do it. Yeah. So that tells me right there that you're not the man that you say you yeah. are if you couldn't do it. Well, because you know everybody saying? don't yeah, got Jay talent though. Yeah, you, you, you can't say that. Talent. It's a difference. You can't say that. Everybody, yeah. look, everybody didn't have LL Cool J's talent nope. back in the day, but Russ still brought out Run DMC. He brought uh, Jay-Z I mean, uh, he brought out uh, LL Cool J. He brought the Beastie Boys. He brought uh, Wu-Tang and Red Man. I mean, come on, man. You you can bring That's out right. a lot of talent if you really that do. But it ain't no Jay, though. Yeah. You and know what I'm saying? You got to think about it at that point. Lyrically, the resources man, that he put behind Jay. You see what I'm saying? He might not be able to pull from that again without Jay. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's the difference. And he ain't Jay got just, the same pool of resources just, no more. He just didn't have the... To me, he was just arrogant. And the, the success that Jay-Z had, he tried to try to elevate himself off of that. And Jay- he really didn't build that, man. I'm ser- I'm sorry. Jay- just, because, just because 
You know, if he's the plug, and I know the plug, and you a hell of a hustler, and I introduce you to the hustle, don't mean I made you. Yeah. Do you see what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. All I did, I introduced you to the plug. Mm -hmm. You had your own hustle. That's all that was. Mm -hmm. When I look yeah. at Dame Dash, I just look at like you had the connection, Jay-Z had the talent and the hustle, mm -hmm. and you introduced it, and then y'all blew up together. And then his head got big like he was mm -hmm. the one doing it. Mm -hmm. Dame just had you know what I'm saying? That's, that, that's it. But, I mean, Dame just talks a lot of shit. But 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 Dame was the one, like I said, Dame was the one that created that business model. Like, look, okay, we doing good in music right now. Yeah, let's go into fashion. Yep, let's, let's go, go into, into fashion. Let's use let, let's use this fashion. Job, yeah, let's let's use Use this fashion. Let's use this music that we're doing right now to sell this fashion. Oh, okay. Fashion is doing good. What well, we need to get in the movies. Let's make movies. It was a marketing yeah. For right. lack of a better word. When you look at it, it's like, what did he really think of that was original? You know what I'm saying? I mean, Carl Kanai and Mecca was already doing that shit, man. You know what I'm saying? He didn't come up with nothing. Fubu was already out before Rockaway came out. He didn't do anything. That's that cool. Wasn't, the blueprint was was already out. But the artist wasn't doing it. Yeah, he you wasn't know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, like, like Jay wasn't gonna do that shit. Jay was just worried about making hot ass songs. That's it. Until he saw the goddamn blueprint to make the to make exactly. Shit happen. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So that's so that's so what I'm saying. So Dame, that's what I'm saying. So Dame created that business model for him. He the one that like Dame, look. That's just like. I mean, honestly, why did everything fall apart? Dame's ego. No, it fell apart because Dame thought he was going to bring in Dipset, who was not Jay-Z people. Those were his people. These niggas was garbage as hell. Oh, no. Period. No. You're telling me the Dipset wasn't garbage? Dipset was garbage. No. Dipset no. was garbage, No. No. They had the Dipset. Had, that was a movement. Yeah. Like you probably ain't gonna you, see this. You ain't. You probably couldn't see it because you're a little bit older. Man, but no, nah, man. Look, this is. Did you talk about? I was in college. I was in college around that time. Yes. Yes. Like Cameron coming to the Midwest. Man, yeah. Hey, this was. If you want to talk about movement. A movement is Wu Tang. That's a movement. Wu Tang yeah. was like that was a time period I'm, though. But I'm yeah. just saying that's that's a movement. That's a worldwide fucking movement. When you got Asians, Dipset, they're talking about Dipset did that. Dipset did that. But listen, you hear anybody hollering Dipset right now? Yeah. Uh, probably, uh, probably, probably, uh, probably but not. But you can still go to Asian. The motherfuckers still talking about Wu Tang. Wu -Tang. Why? But that's because it's rough. No, it's not different. They got more. If you talk about it, you talk about. You, it's talk. It's all about a movement. When you look at RZA, not in he China. did with the Wu Tang. Yeah, he took the Wu Tang were. and he said, "Okay, we're gonna get Wu Tang under contract with Def Jam." But this contract says every single member can still go out there and get their own record well, deal. Well, see, that's where you that's fucked up because Wu Tang went under Def Jam. Wu Tang is, was under Loud. I, I guess the thing is, yeah, they were. Well, okay, they was under Steve Rifkin. Loud, but yeah. the point is, they still were able to go out and get their own individual contracts with a group contract. But what that's last a movement. Yeah. Loud for what, 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 what last for him? They're not. Nah. But Loud, Loud was a movement too. Loud put out a lot of people. Yeah. 36 miles. Bam. Man, I'm talking about Loud was yeah. the movement. I'm just saying, Dipset, Dipset was. <laughs> they had a couple hits out there. You know what I'm saying? I can't deny that. They had some hits, but they wasn't like a, a sustainable movement. They man. were. That's not a movement. You think, think, of, think, about, think movement. about the branches that came off that Dipset tree. Yeah. So you got Cam, you yeah, had really Jim Jones, you had Jewels. Yeah. Them three alone. Where are they? 
They still shit. Just, they still, just still, yeah, just, they still moving, moving and shaking well, a little bit. That's the same thing Jay did. He, he I'm took, just he, saying, he took you, something and kept on moving with us. <laughs> but but I'm saying, what happened with Rock though? <laughs> it is. Well, we'll have to revisit it. Yeah, it's kind of got off topic. Yeah. <laughs> right. So let's get back on topic here. Baby gay. Baby gay to the mother. Baby. Baby. Every time I say it, he, he ain't baby no more. He baby. I'm surprised he ain't came with no response, though. They said he's trying no, to well, he got on Edgy Martinez. Well, he came up and he called them right after that and apologized and wanted to get back on the radio station and wanted to talk to Charlemagne face to face. And Charlemagne was like, nah. I ain't got shit to say to him. He's like, top dog. What the fuck you do? Call a motherfucker apologize. That's what I was I'm like, everybody that said he was being Billy Badass, if he really was trying to, and he stood on whatever he did, he wouldn't be calling back apologizing if he stood on whatever he did in there. He knew that he put he some just, respect on it. He put some respect on it. Man. Stand on that shit. That's, that's, that's what he was trying to do. I wonder what the hell he was doing. He just was having a bad day. Look, now, look, now he, he was just, shitty. He, he was get shitty no dick because tonight. he didn't get no dick tonight before, so he's like, man, fuck <laughs> that, man. Your thug was like, your thug came Matter of fact, why, uh, yeah, uh, we gonna torture you. <laughs> we gonna torture you, boy. <laughs> but you wanna know what's crazy, though, man? You know, they say Young Thug really got Boom. killers, yeah. man. They say this, is, this is the new gangster. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's fucked up. Fuck out This is not, yeah. Hey, just cut the motherfuckers. That, it was his manager that shot up Wayne Tourbus. <laughs> These niggas is really bad. Shot up Wayne Tourbus. Why do? But nah, I don't know. Man, the little yeah. guy knows. I don't know. Yeah. I'm talking about his manager, though. I don't know. Who's somebody? Somebody. Who's he signed? He signed some white dude, too. I don't know. Wayne's tour bus. He was over there in St. Louis with somebody's up. Who's scared of Wayne? Who's thinking that Wayne's going to retaliate? You know what I'm saying? That's kind of like you were saying, you know, you you punking a retarded kid. I mean, that's yeah. it's not. You know, it ain't like you shooting up damn trick daddy or somebody like that that you know that's a real street nigga. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I mean, come on yeah. now. When you do I'm shit like that, that's niggas, I, I can't take yeah, that seriously. You know what I'm saying? Niggas, I mean, come on. <laughs> what I don't get though is even in our music, how come man you don't have country singers going back and forth like this? You know what I'm saying? How come you don't have R&B or you they know? They do what have man? R&B, nigga. Yeah, they do. Yeah, but yeah, how come? Be right, nigga. But this is the yeah. thing, man. All of our music, you, yeah, nigga. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you said it. <laughs> how come it's just our music, man? Where it's just always somebody at somebody here. It's starting to become either the WWF or like watching those drama reality shows where the women that can't control themselves and they emotionally. They but man, it's them. always been like that. Controversy. Yeah, but it was still more man. Well, it went social media. But you know what? We I like mean, this, right? I like this. Right? Yeah, you know what I mean? It's always been like that. And they want to this shit, man. But, but they just don't kill. have the government. They yeah. can't they take stop this shit. an ass whooping. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Rather lyrically or physically. Well, you MC Shad took the worst ass. I'm just whoop. saying, in my day, you know, you could, you could knuckle up with a nigga. And if you got your ass whooped, you say, okay, I'm gonna come back and I'm gonna fight this nigga again until uh-huh. I win. Or either you say, okay, I just can't whoop this yeah, motherfucker yeah. and you leave it alone. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, motherfuckers can't take an ass whoop. Their yeah. pride will not allow them to take an well, ass whoop. There's two souls of thought. You, but, but listen, you, I wanna hear that too. But you think about LL Cool J back in the day when he battled Kumo G. Uh huh. That was a long I mean, ass battle. That was a long, drawn out battle. Yeah. And then Kumo D finally had to relent that this little young nigga yeah. it's cold. beat me. <laughs> and he just left it alone. Mm-hmm. He didn't have to go there. You know what I'm saying? 
Mama said knock you out. Niggas nowadays like, okay, nigga, come and knock me out then. I mean, really? Yeah. I mean, this is rap. This is lyrics. Yeah. And I mean, really, you want to make it personal and shit. You know what I'm saying? Niggas nowadays can't do that. So that's why they do and shit he, like baby. Oh, uh, man. That they, they feel like they, yeah. their ego. Mm. Their ego <laughs> just won't let them sit there and, and take that L. L, L murdered you know everybody ever would have given him. Mill's taking serious L. See, he You know what I'm saying? I don't think he admitted it yet, man. He ain't admitted it, but I'm just saying, he's. I give him credit for taking it like a man. He ain't sitting up here like, I'm going to go and try to kill Drake because he, you know, made me take all these L's. That's how you're supposed to do it. That's what the hip hop is all about. The music. You know what I'm saying? It's about the music. If you if you if you give me an L, I just take that and I got to go back to the lab and I got to hey, come right. something else. Yeah. yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or I got to change my genre or just disappear. A lot of rappers <laughs> disappear. <laughs> 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 I'm I'm saying, right. <laughs> right. I mean, you, you got to take one of those paths, man. But you can't go out here and let me kill this man because he made me look well, bad. John Rue came with one more after Fifty came after. Yeah, it was pointless. <laughs> no. That's like that. Look, that's like a motherfucker that had you on the ground pounding your face. Then you get over here and hit him in the back of the head with a rock. <laughs> <laughs> like, clap back. had to go to the hospital for that rock, but then nobody see that. Clapback was cool, though. Clapback was cool. It just wasn't sufficient. It was. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I, I'm like I said, I like Jay-Z, but when Nas hit him with Ether, man, Jay-Z yeah. stopped, man. He, he, he No, he didn't. He tried, but it, it just... He came with super ugly, but, but it, it wasn't... Was, it was nothing either. Then he had to say but, to himself, I got to let it go. But Jay had one of the most disrespectful lines. I think that's why he lost. Because that nigga said uh, something about he fucked his baby mama in a Jeep. Something back left seat the left the condom on the baby seat. I said, damn. Bitch, I kill you. I mean, well, hold on, but then you <laughs> had, but then you had Nas talking about he thirty three in a karate class. But you look at it. Them niggas were still able to show up at the forty forty club to get yeah, yeah, they're yeah. still able to do years you afterwards though. But, but it took time. It took time. But that's but because Jay Z was his boss. But I'm just saying, you know, <laughs> he's that was a power move. But Jay Z still looked at it and said, "Okay, lyrically, I'm not gonna fuck with Nas, so yeah. I'm gonna leave it alone. And I'm just gonna keep on making my money." No, I mean, I, just no, 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 no. Don't say tell that. me you're gonna say that Jay Z can mess with Nas. He, he shitted on them on that Hovey baby. Up, man, everybody got to get together. Look, hold up, hold up, hold up. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this, and I'm gonna leave it alone. Okay. J, J. Hit Nas with facts. Nas hit Jay with just like little punches, punch like punchlines and jabs and shit. Like facts is gonna win. And this is you talking to somebody. You talking to somebody that back in the day I rolled for Nas. I, Nas is still probably out of the two. He's probably still my favorite artist. Right. But if you go back, facts don't win. I'm gonna tell you Go. why facts don't win. Did you did you listen? Have you ever listened to Hovey, Hovey Baby? Facts don't win. Have you ever listened to Hovey Baby? No, but facts. That's don't what win. I'm saying. But Go listen to Hovey Baby and then tell win. me, tell me facts that nigga he shitted if on. If facts win, Donald Trump wouldn't be the fucking leading damn Republican nomination. I'm just saying facts don't win because everybody don't know the facts. 
Yeah, if you don't know the facts, you can't respect what they're saying. Yeah, and facts are. You see what I'm saying? So facts only matters to those that know the real. So that's why he lost. So we speaking or we talking? You can speak facts all day, but if a person's perception of what you're saying is not factual, then it don't matter. So, pivot. I'm pulling up on you, nigga. <laughs> baby. Baby. Yeah, baby. 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 I don't know. I just think that was a gay ass move. It was. Yes. It was gay. It was just a gay ass Damn, we went. That's uh-huh. fucked up. We, we, we went all the way to that shit. <laughs> For baby. Yeah. yeah. What else happened? He liked dick. Uh, Beyonce happened? came out. I ain't heard nothing. I haven't heard it. I look, look. Yeah, you acting like a real groupie right now for her. Really? Look, I'm not acting. I'm not. Bay high. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not. Look, Bay high. Look, now, now, listen, listen. I mean, we could go as recent as last week with me calling Beyonce retarded. You know what I mean? We did I, do that. Last I, week. I am, I am not a Beyonce stand. Okay, I'm mm-hmm. not part of the Beehive. None, none of that shit. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not for that shit. You don't wish she was there but, to break up that fight of elevator for her? No. <laughs> so she would have to see that. No. But conceptually. Alright. That video, that 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 hour long special that she put out last this yesterday was fucking dope. It was dope. It, it was an hour long special. It, yeah, it, it was like it was like it would be like a video, a partial video to her song, and then it would be a poem. You know what I mean? And then the I poem mean, she puts out shit. Her last album without them videos. I can't back speak on it. I didn't even fuck with that. Yeah, yeah I, I, I don't know. What you're but what? What? Uh, y'all, y'all gonna watch it? Go, go watch that shit and then come back and tell me yeah. I was wrong. So let's, like, let's, let's watch that, that shit. Let's watch that, that shit. Let's table that because I, I mean I want to watch it before I can comment on it. Let's so put Bay on the back burner. Yeah. We got some more. We got some. Some. No, you can lose it. We just want to table it. We just. We just got some. Things is probably a little bit more important yeah, that, to, to discuss, but we don't. <laughs> <laughs> we ain't gonna be Take talking it. about it on the show because it's gonna be old news by then. Yeah, that would be old news. Yeah, right? be the for the beehive, it'll never be old news. Yeah, she did. Yeah, yeah. I mean, come on, you been down with Beyonce, man. She ain't even know her, man. Fool. She love you just as much as you love her, bro. I don't know <laughs> that bitch. <laughs> I don't know that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't my pussy. Supposed to be Jay. Hey, Jay had a soft moment in there. You know what I mean? Like, I could I could see some niggas on there like going off on them talking about this ain't no this ain't gangster because it was a point in the in the shit where it was like a little. It was them like all lovey dovey face to face with each other, and some motherfuckers would probably shit on Jay. Some hey, pussy niggas. Nowadays, and nowadays, loving your woman just ain't. That's gangsta. what I'm saying. That's what loving I'm saying. Loving your woman ain't gangster. Like, at the end of the day, yeah, it is. No, 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 so that that's all. I, I mean, that's that's the narrative. We, 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 we're not gonna keep that narrative. Yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't fuck with them. Yeah, it ain't I, no I, I, I could live five minutes longer if I don't talk about niggas like that. <laughs> 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 that's because they want to fuck their homies. 
That's what it is. Homies over hoes. They trying to do the homies. <laughs> 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 yeah, do y'all think uh, talking about uh, these new Tubmans? Is a, <laughs> I can. My question is like. Who thought of this shit? Look at that's think what I was thinking. The, think about the stripper that got to pick that money off the flow though. Like so Harry Tubman looking at him like you dirty. Yeah, she, like she, <laughs> <I didn't>. <laughs> <laughs> hey, one, thing, one thing, if she went to public school, you ain't even got to worry about her know who Harry Tubman is. <laughs> 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 and that's the problem that we really got. <laughs> if you want to get tight, they put more of these Tubmans, you know what I'm saying, into these public programs, you know, instead. Iraq or Afghanistan or wherever the hell they want to spend it, you know what I mean? Then maybe the strippers would be a little more like. Well, I, I kind of like, like Jay was saying that they would. I guess they was talking about doing this for a minute now, right? Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, they had a. It was like last year, or the year before. Yeah, they had a. Uh, a kind we of like a, strippers. A, a vote on significant women in U.S. history. Or in history Was Susan um, B Well Susan B Probably going on, on there Because she's, she's on, on the, the, yeah, yeah I mean it was It was you know Black women and white women That was in the In the, the running for this And they narrowed it down To about five or so People and uh, Women And then uh, She was chosen I mean when, when I look at it It's money Yep <laughs> At the end of the day It's money No matter who's on it it's going to spend the same. Um, having her on the $20 bill, to me, I feel like, okay, it's some respect that, that's being shown to her. But where is where are we as a people? Exactly. To yeah. honor that. You know what I'm saying? Now she's on there, or going to be on there, what are we going to do to honor that? Gucci get free in September. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, we just gonna start saving twenties now because yep. Tubman is on it. Nah, man, fuck that. What we, we gonna do? We should is just start saving I mean, them. We should. But in the thing, this is, is saving. We gonna save. We shouldn't take Tubman. Hell, that damn dusty ass Lincoln. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah. We should gonna start there. That's how we got to work with. You know what I'm saying? But I feel like really it's one of those things that, you know, the, the illusion of inclusion, mm -hmm. you know, it's one of those things that, hey, yeah, we do owe you people trillion dollars mm -hmm. because we have paid everybody else's ancestors, mm -hmm. but yours, and yes, within the next hundred years, if we decided to trace back ancestry, we could probably find a lot of the people that we actually owe somewhere on paper, mm -hmm. someone we can't. So what do you do with that? What can we do to make it specific? Reparations. Nobody wants to talk about that. No. So you're gonna put a slave's face on the money to keep from having to pay people mm -hmm. to pacify. <laughs> That's what I was. I was well, wondering because if they gave us the money. If they actually gave us the money. If they gave us. It's, the face is supposed to be a symbol of power. If they actually gave us the power, <laughs> which is the money, <laughs> you know, whoever's face is on it. And we invested this in our own communities. We spent with people that look like us. We started our own shit. That ain't gonna happen. But if they, was, just, if they was to just give us that money right now, what we gonna do is turn around and give it back some, to them. Some, some of yeah, us. That's, that's yeah. where I was gonna we go just gonna turn around and give it right back to them. Michael Kors. You gonna give it to Michael Kors. You gonna give it to, uh, what's the name of that motherfucker? With the red bottles, 
My thought whole, My whole thought pattern on, on Reparations since we, we're going In that direction I don't think reparations should be given Individually uh-uh. Group To us, you know what I'm saying I think it should be done in a manner Where it's, act, it's actually Going to benefit the community For generations That's the way I looked at it you know what I'm saying? We don't pay no taxes. Yeah. Federal or state. None of that. For X amount of years. Mm-hmm. If you want to go that route. Right. You know what I'm saying? That way we can actually see a benefit from it. Right. If you just cut people a check, you know what I'm saying? Everybody gonna end up buying up. cars and jewelry and clothes. Damn, and I ain't never like think that. about that. That would be legit as fuck. It, it would be legit. Because they don't pay infrastructure. You mm-hmm. think about it. We get that kind of money in. Where are we gonna spend? It? We're gonna go spend it with the A Rap. We're gonna go spend it. With, we gotta spend it with the people who own stuff that we can buy. In our neighborhoods. As opposed to say they did give us a land mass, something that people could own quarter acre lots on. People wouldn't do shit with it. Now, if you put it as far as in the institutions and things like that, like. Tax deduction is probably the best way to go, but there's too many people that wouldn't like that because they ain't uh, making tax real money. Untaxed. I mean, could you imagine what you could do if nothing, if all of your money was yours? Mm-hmm. You didn't have to try to pay somebody to figure out ways to put this over here, this over here, make this look like this. That's unregulated money, and that's why they're still up, on top. I mean, unfortunately, we still even if we got tax-free money, and we're still going to take that extra money. And do something reckless with it. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that's just one thought. With a dumb motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? But, Mm -hmm. I mean. Or, what you'll see is in those same plotted communities, 20 more churches go up. Yeah. I don't even want to go on that that aspect of it because, I mean, honestly, I just think. (laughs) (laughs) Going at the church, man, to me is just. I'm seeing it more and more prevalent in the black community right now, man, that people want to go against the church. You know what I'm saying? And I, I think you can't blame the church. You can't say, you know, you're giving money to the church and the church is doing this or the pastor doing this with it. You know what I'm saying? And then, I mean, I had I mean, I had a conversation with a, with a Muslim brother. You know, he's part of Nation of Islam. He's talking about, you know, you, you know, people giving money to the church and the reverend doing this and the reverend doing that with it. And I said, brother, you out here selling bean pies and incense and final calls and Farrakhan living better than you. You know what I'm saying? So you, you can't just put it on the church and talk uh, yeah, about put it on pastors, religion you know as a saying? whole, you know. I mean, I can't even just say, you know, just religion. I, I don't feel like there's a problem with religion. I feel like people individually. Be, you think they should be taxed though, like me? I mean, honestly, no. I mean, religious institutions have a role in the community. You know, they used those tax they, they do. They used to. But here's here's the thing: if I see somebody standing on the corner, and I say I'm gonna give this person five dollars, I should not be concerned but what they, they do with that five dollars. Mm-hmm. My blessings come because I gave out the kindness of my heart. Yeah, you but saying this is the catch. people right now are too busy looking at the church or any religious institution and saying they're using religion to get people's money to to give Reverend a a, a Bentley or whatever. So you know what I'm saying? It all they depends on what church you go. But wait a minute, that, I'm just saying they need to look at the totality of, of everything. Yeah. You can't look at say Bishop T D Jakes and say you know he's living like this. 
Okay, the church may only give him a hundred thousand dollar a year salary. But if he writes a book and make ten million off of it, he should be able to write that book and make ten million and ride in a Bentley if he wants to. That ain't got nothing to do with the church's What would Jesus do though? That was his business. That's that's not the point. Right, because well, Jesus said, case, no, Jesus, on if you really, if you'll really, go back and tell all of these people that they're going to hell. Basically, they pray on the weak and they pray on the people that don't have the intellectual scrutiny to be able to go decipher through the scriptures and realize this isn't even a place that God created. But see, if you, yeah. if you, if you, I mean, I'm just gonna take T.D. Jakes for example. If you listen to a lot of his sermons, he talk about financial empowerment. Mm-hmm. He's giving you the real prosperity on, preacher. Yeah. You know, there's some people that prosperity prosperity preacher says, you know, you just give money and then God's just gonna rain all this money down on you. You know what I'm saying? Those type of people are gonna have to answer for what they do. You know what I'm saying? You can't do nothing about those people. You can't control everybody's way of thinking on that. Well, mm-hmm. you know what I'm but I'm just saying when you have people that's when, when you have those that are saying, you know, look, yes, you need to tithe because the church needs one, pay bills, two, need to do things for the community, for the less fortunate, things like that. You have to do that. You know what I'm saying? Well, but at the Jesus, same time, but Jesus worked a job. That's the difference between Jesus and a lot of For himself though. But these you know pastors I mean? are these not pastors Jesus. ain't supposed to be Jesus. They ain't though. Jesus. Yeah. They ain't supposed to be Jesus. Jesus did. But aren't they supposed to at least teach the same message that as you As long as they've taken your ten dollars and your your hundred dollars that you like you selling tapes. And, and, that's that's complete that's a sin. Out of the church. The out, out of the church though. Yeah. Like, like you just said. If if, if 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 you were the pastor, you got a thousand dollar seats, nigga. Thousand dollar seats, nigga. I ain't church. Jesus Here's here's the issue that I have with with some people. I have I see people out there that's trying to speak against religion and want to talk their form of Egyptian mystery religion. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I'm just saying though, people are looking for something different because they've been taught that the church is wrong. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You want? I don't care what you do. The same thing that the church does. It doesn't matter what you do in life. You're gonna have your crooks. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You're gonna have your crooks. My thing is, if you follow the simple teachings, if you're a Christian, you follow the simple teachings. What did Jesus say? Follow me. Follow my commandments, and you shall be saved. That's it. But still, it's, it's, it's really a simple concept, you know, and I don't want to get too deep into it, but yeah, it's a really yeah, simple I, I, concept. And I'm just saying, people are going to change things for their own benefit. And if you choose to follow that person, then you can't then blame the church because you made a conscious decision to do something other than what the scripture told you to do. You know what I'm saying? Too many people want to listen to the pastor and follow the pastor. God gave you scripture, whether it's the Quran, whether it's the Bible, whether it's the Torah. If you read that, that's what you need to go by. Too many people follow that pastor or whatever, and that's where they go wrong. We're going to spend a whole lot of time on this. I want to just say this one thing and then move on to the next thing. Look. I don't, if you sitting here, you trying to tell me how much that I shouldn't believe in this and that, it's hard for me to believe you because I feel like 
whatever I believe and I stand on, I don't need to prove it to you. I don't need for you to denounce whatever it is you believe in order for me to feel comfortable believing what I believe. Well, I mean, so, and, and like I said, that's not but the that's point. What, no, I'm point. not saying you. Yeah. I'm not saying you. I'm saying, I'm saying that's is, what I we see. We were talking about the problems I'm in not, the black community. When you can go no. to every ghetto in the United States and find 20 churches and no black-owned businesses, then we have to look internally for a solution to our problems. Is that if they're not, problem? Yeah, it is, because what? they're in our community. So our liquor stores, are they, building, are they doing something with black community? It's the same thing, but you can sit back and go to 20 houses, there ain't no black man in the house. It's the same thing, though. I'm just saying, you know, you can't blame the church for the black community ails, you know what I'm saying? Not all, but I wonder why they don't help us. Well, here's... Because you got people telling them no time because it's the devil in there. Or you got a guy riding a belly. Or number one, they ain't going to. Or number one, they ain't going to. help with a belly. That's my problem. Okay, so let's let's we're going to try to take this into into the whole financial aspect. Yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. Okay, and I want to speak on on a couple of different aspects, right? We will convict the church for not taking ties and putting it into the community to help the black community. We will then also convict anybody that tells on a drug dealer for dealing drugs who's also not putting money yeah, into the community. Bullshit. That's bullshit. You see what I'm saying? We should get so out of So we, 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 can't, we can't sit up here and convict the church and then, you know, say we snitching because we tell on a drug dealer that's killing the community and not putting money into the community, right? Because he's taking that and he's going to the, the, the fashion mall or he's going wherever he's buying all his fancy shit from white folks. But yeah, he ain't doing real. nothing for the community. We got to look at the whole totality of it. If we're going to convict the church, then we need to convict everybody that's bringing down the black and community. Yeah. Period. Chuck you know That's just how I feel. Now, I'm not going to sit up here and, and be on a high horse or anything like that. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to tell anybody how to make their money. But if we're going to talk about money and we're going to talk about the upliftment of the black community, then okay, let's talk about that. You know, how can we take our money and start doing something positive and change the trajectory that we're on right now? That's a and beautiful okay. segue. That, that's, yeah. that's that was a beautiful about. segue, mm -hmm. sir. So, <laughs> let's go into that. Alright. <laughs> Look, here's the one thing I wanna know. Jay, ever since I've known Jay, I always looked at him like, this motherfucker got money. Uh, like I always thought like this motherfucker got nice cars. He got him a nice yellow woman. This man got himself why she gotta together. Be yellow. <laughs> why she gotta be yellow? Why she gotta be a nice yellow woman? Why can't she be? Because they prettier than the dark one. Oh. No, bullshit. They got you too. I just felt like he was trying to set me up. I was. I know he was. No, anybody who heard the show know I love my dark one. Yeah. You better. Yeah. Black is black. Yeah. Black is black. I always thought like, damn, Jay got that money, man. And I always wanted to know like, how the hell does he do it? So how the hell you do it? I got bitches. I'm just playing with you, man. Well, let me just first, first of all, say this. I came from nothing. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm just, I'm going to speak on the most beautiful black woman in the world to me, and that's my mother. Praise God. Um, my father, I love him. He wasn't there when I was born. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? He, you know, he moved on from my mother. He built him another family that's, you know, that's great. I love my sisters and my brothers. Um, but my mother, 
dropped out of high school at uh, in 11th grade when a white woman told her that she'll never be nothing but uh, a librarian. Mm. She dropped out. But here she was, three kids, single, went back, got her high school diploma, started at, back then it was called Indiana Bell, started off as a janitor, worked her way up to a circuit engineer. And so that taught me a work ethic, mm -hmm. you know, so it doesn't matter where you come from, you know, and she said to herself that she would never raise us in the ghetto. We never lived in the projects, no matter how hard she had to struggle, we lived in a decent neighborhood, but you know, we weren't rich by far, trust mm -hmm. me. Mm -hmm. And so I've always had the mentality that when somebody tell me I can't do something, I'm gonna prove them wrong. Mm -hmm. And so I worked hard. I made bad decisions, but I rebounded from it. You know, and so I always looked at how can I make money? You know, and so that's kind of what led me to where I am right now. You know, I had kids and I said to myself, I didn't know money. You know what I'm saying? My mm -hmm. mother's teaching the money to me is get what you want and you'll find a way to pay for it. Mm -hmm. That's not a financial plan, right? Yeah. That's that's how you get into debt yeah. and how you stay in debt. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so when I had kids, I said, okay, how do I make sure that they don't follow in that same pattern? You know, and so I said, I need to learn about money. I need to learn finance. And so I started to really look into it, started working for investment companies, um, got licensed in insurance and things of that nature. And so I really started to learn how money works. And so I put it together and founded my own company. And so, you know, I'm up in age now, but what I want to do at this point is start teaching more black people how to handle money, how mm -hmm. to invest it, how to make yourself viable in the community and start putting your money, your wealth, I don't care who you work for, you can take that money and start doing something positive with it, you know what I'm saying, and that it'll be a benefit for the whole community and the whole. So that's kind of where I am right now. Like bringing resources. He say he's showing us how to get. That's what mm -hmm. I'm talking about. There you go. And so, you know, I was, I was talking to uh, LC earlier, and I asked him, I said, your average drug dealer out here right now, how much do you think they're making a year? And we, we pretty much came up with the same thing, probably about 20 grand. About 20. Mm -hmm. About 20 grand. If they're doing right? real good, 30. And yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and when you look at it and you say, if you ask that same individual, would they work a job that's 100% commission? They'll probably tell you no. But that's what they're doing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But they're throwing bricks at the penitentiary. Yeah. As soon as they make some money, they buy some Jordans. Yeah. Or they buy some, you know, whatever jeans are popular at the time. They're not doing anything with their money. You know, people that's going, clocking in, nine to five. As soon as they get that check, everything that they get on that check is going right back out the door. Mm -hmm. If they do contribute to their company's 401k plan, they ain't watching it. They think if they just let that money go in their 401k, that somebody it's working else. for them. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. They're paying fees on their 401k for somebody to manage that money, and they have no idea what they're supposed to do with it. You know what I'm saying? You have to monitor your 401k. You have to choose the mutual, the mutual funds that you're actually investing in. If you don't do that, then you can lose everything. When the stock market crashed, a lot of people lost everything that they had. Mm. And they still haven't recovered from it. And they start all over again investing in their 401k and still have no idea about the mutual funds that they're investing in. 
Yes. And so that's that's where we need to get as a people that we need to have someone. If you don't know, you need to contact somebody to say, okay, I have a 401k at my job, and I need to know how it's performing for me. Right. That's where people like me come in. You know, you come, you bring your paperwork. I take a look at it, let you know how it's performing. You know, what you can move into that your company offers so that you can get a better return. You know, if you get to the point where you're about to retire, once you retire, you can't invest that money anymore in your company's 401k. So what are you going to do with that money? When you get into a certain age, you don't want to still be stuck in the stock market where you can lose everything, right? Because you got to live off of that money. So what do you do with that money when you retire? That's where I come in, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, I also come in on the life insurance side. How many of us have life insurance? What do you think about life insurance? Most people think life insurance is really about death. It's not. Mm, this is a good investment you know what I'm strategy. Saying? It's, it's part of an investment strategy if you're dealing with a whole life policy. If you can't afford a whole life policy. The bottom line is it's about a legacy. Right? How many times have you heard people say, well, my great, 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 great grandfather started this little small store, you know, and now it's called Walmart and each child is worth $18 billion. I think right? I heard that story once. Yeah. <laughs> right? And so when, when, when you think about that, you know, you say, okay, it's about leaving a legacy. You know, we've made choices that we've made in our life, whether it's wrong or right. We can't change that, but we can build on that. Me, I love my name. I love being an Alred. And I want Alred to mean something, not something negative, right? Mm -hmm. I want it to mean something. So when people say Alred, they're going to look at the Alreds like they're a Walton from the Walmart. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm thinking about. You know, so I think, you know, we got to kind of step back a little bit and say, okay, I'm going to cut out a, a, a sack of weed this week, right? I'm going to cut out some McDonald's. I'm not going to eat out. When I go to work and I'm going to take that money and I'm going to invest it in a, a whole life policy or, or even a term policy for my kids. So if I accidentally get in an accident, I'm going to leave my kids a half a million dollars so they have a good future. You see what I'm saying? So we need to kind of get out of our own way. You know, I talk to a lot of people and they're like, I mean, honestly, I talked to a brother one time and he was like, why should I get life insurance? I said, you don't, you have kids? He was like, yeah. I said, you don't want to leave nothing for your kids and nobody leave me shit. Nah, that ain't how it worked. You know what I'm saying? And, that, like, and that's another way to build a community. You know, because somebody's yeah. left with some resources, they can do something. Exactly. Yeah. And, and my whole thing was, you salty because nobody left you nothing. <laughs> so you're going to leave your people with that. That's why I'm telling you to leave yours something so yeah. your kids won't be salty. Mm -hmm. Besides you know? the SSI check. Right. Up. Oh, you know what I'm saying? And which ain't going to be much if you didn't really go out here and work. If you didn't work, there ain't, ain't no SSI. <laughs> right? If you, if you never had a W-2, there ain't no SSI. Yeah, you get nothing. That's true. And brothers out here dying every day. But they ain't never had a job. And you know what really pisses me off? When I see on social media a GoFundMe page to help pay for somebody's funeral. Yeah, that was hustling. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah. let's get serious. Yeah. I told my family, and I love them to death. You know what I do, and you know I want to try to help you out. Don't call me to help pay for somebody's funeral when you know what you should be doing. You know what I'm saying? If you're not willing to give up a, a Happy Meal or whatever, you know what I'm saying, to pay for a small policy for your child, you can get, I mean, honestly, you can get your child a $30,000 policy 
for like eight dollars a month. Is that bad? You still? You telling me that you can't come up with eight dollars a month? Cause you smoking weed and having a drink uh, or yeah. going to the club? Say you got the newest cell phone. The newest cell phone. You know I mean, honestly, you got, you got a car, you got insurance, but you can't get insurance for your child. Yeah, right. That's real. You know what I'm saying? And so when, when people say that, and then they come and talk about, you know, I, I need to pay for the funeral. I mean, I can't feel that. I mean, yeah. honestly, you know, I love my kids enough that if something happened to me, then I know they okay. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? If I'm if I'm laying on the ground because somebody decided they want to do something to me, I don't want to be sitting up here thinking. Oh my God, what am I? What's going to happen to my kids or what's going to happen to my wife mm-hmm. now that I'm dying? I don't want that to be the last thing on my brain. All right, you know so what, 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 what are some, what are some other ways you can make money? You know what I mean out here today, as opposed to just investing into like a life insurance policy or. Um, you know, some type of policy which you gotta wait. Like, what are some what are some ways that I can generate capital now, mm-hmm. as opposed low to low cost startup? Huh? You talking about like low cost? So that's what I want to know. How can you start from basically? Well, let him finish his question. No, that, that, no, <laughs> yeah, that, that, no. That's what I'm <laughs> saying. Like, how can you start from basically nothing and start generating revenue mm-hmm. today? And you know, how can we get mm-hmm. from the beginning to the next step? Mm-hmm. So, here's an easy way. And, and people got, you got to think long term, okay? Um, you have a checking account. Let's say you have a checking account. And let's just say you got $5,000. Now you got to go talk about 500 and 5,000. I'm about to go. You sound like about to go quick. Right, right. 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 We got that out the way. Yeah. I'm not going to sell anybody a dream, right? That's why I said it's all about long term, right? And so let's just say you got 5000 in, in your checking account. How much is the average checking account paying in interest right now on your basis? Probably about 0.0001%, right? You can take 2000 of that with some of the companies I deal with, put it into an annuity. It's going to pay you 4% right off the bat and then a minimum of 2% every year. That's a minimum. So you're already making more money than you are putting it into a checking account. You know what I'm saying? So there are ways that you can do that. You know what I'm saying? If you're looking to get into a business, okay, what kind of business? You know, like I, we talked about a little bit earlier, you need to be incorporated and in how that's going to benefit you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But if you, you know, the, the problem is, is too many people are thinking, how do I make money real quick? Mm-hmm. Yeah, money real quick right? don't last. I mean, money real quick. I mean, there's you can be an aggressive investor like in so many day. different ways, but with that aggressive investment, there's a risk of high loss. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, that's just the reality of it. So, 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 so my thought pattern is dice. it's all about diversifying. Mm-hmm. Right? You want to put some where you can't lose your principal. You want to put a large portion of that in something where you can't lose your principal. I can get a little bit of interest, but I can't lose my, my principal no matter what the stock market does. Mm-hmm. You want to put some into something aggressive. You want to put some into a whole life policy where you're going to gain um, uh, on that whole life policy. Okay, it's going to build equity over time that you can actually access. Right? So if you're paying onto a whole life policy and you say, okay, I want to make sure my child goes to college, then you can borrow money against that policy that you have. You don't have to pay it back if you don't want to. Mm-hmm. So, for example, you get a $500,000 policy you're paying on, and you say, over time, you know, by the time your child is 18, you say, okay, I want to go ahead and, and put towards my kid's college education. You can pull 20000 out of that. 
you don't have to pay it back. That just means when you die, instead of getting five hundred thousand, you're gonna get four hundred eighty thousand. You see what I'm saying? So you can use a whole life policy as part of your finance part of your financial plan. So, so can I just take that twenty grand and use it for whatever the hell I want to? Yeah, but that's for the most part, you can. However, I mean, there there are some rules and regulations to that. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And so that's something that you have to sit down with your financial planner on and kind of go over all that information to make sure that you somebody right like you, you a financial planner, right? That's somebody okay. like yeah. me. Yeah. yeah, James Alred. You know right. what I mean? Alred Financial Group. But you know, I'm, I I think everybody. Especially in the black community, you know, we got to stop being scared mm -hmm. of investing our money. You know, we have a hard time with not being able to see and touch our money. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If we, if somebody tell us to invest it in something and put it in something that we may not have a whole lot of knowledge about, we automatically get skeptical about it and we don't exactly. want to do it. That's you know generational. You know right. What I mean? That's right. It is. People used to keep that money in the rat in the mattresses. Right. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? That was because yeah. of the depression. Though. There was a reason for that. They couldn't get that. But they stand up stick sticking with that train of mm -hmm. thought. Though, yeah, it happened again. That's why. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it, it can, but see, it's not as likely. This yeah. is this is what I do with my company because I know how people felt when they lost everything when the stock market crashed. Right, I'm all about safe money investment. Right, that's why I talk a lot about whole life policies and annuities because these are things you're not going to lose your capital on. When you think about the companies that suffered when the stock market crashed, you heard about banks. Mm -hmm. Right, mm -hmm. you didn't hear about insurance companies. Nah, because the there was no insurance back. company. Right, yeah. so when you invest in a whole life policy, you're putting that money with an insurance company. Now they may be investing it with banks, but they gotta have a certain amount of capital in order to be able to pay back mm -hmm. what you put into it. You see what I'm saying? I so maintain the principle. So you're safe. Whenever you're dealing with a licensed insurance broker, you, your money's pretty much safe. No matter what happens to this insurance company, even if this insurance company sells your policy, your policy is still in full effect. Insurance companies generally don't sell policies, mm -hmm. right? And so that's not, it's not kind of like, that's kind of what happened to the market, right? When when you got a mortgage, you was holding your mortgage with me, yeah. and then I turned then around they and sold it to, to you, and then they sold, and then they it to sold somebody, somebody else. else. You yeah. see what I'm saying? That's what happened in the mortgage industry. Insurance companies don't do that. Because mm -hmm. I don't benefit, you know, if I'm an insurance carrier, I don't benefit by selling to somebody else. I want you to pay that premium. Yeah. Right? Because when you pay that premium, it gives me more money me. to invest mm -hmm. so that my company's making money off of you. see what I'm saying? So they want you to keep that policy with them. Okay. You see what I'm saying? So it's it's all a bet. Honestly. You know, it's all a bet. Because Bless. you're saying that I'm going to gather so much premium before this person dies so when they die, they can basically pay for their own funeral. You see yeah. what I'm saying? That's their bet. You know what I'm saying? Especially when you look at a term policy, right? I get a 15-year term policy. I'm saying to myself, okay, if I die within 15 years, there's no way I can pay $300,000 in, in premium. But if I die within the 15 years, they're still going to pay my family $300,000. Insurance company is betting that you're going to live past that 15 years. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? So that way, they covered you for 15 years and they didn't have to pay it out. Now your policy is over. They didn't lose, but they yeah. gained off of their premium. They still made that money. Unless yeah. you decide you want a term policy with return of premium. Now you pay a little bit more, but what that means at the end of the 15 years, it's a wash. Okay. They don't lose Start money, over. you get your premium back. 
Okay. You see what I'm saying? But at the same time, when you do it like that, if you die the day after that 15 years is over, then your people get nothing. They get nothing. <laughs> you know. But whatever so, you got left in that account. The way that I generally approach mm. a lot of my clients is I let them understand that if you go with a short-term policy like this, that you can still transition that over into a whole life policy. Okay. So some people's finances might be funny right now. They can't afford a whole life policy, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so they may be only able to do $20 a month for a policy. Okay, you can How long is a short-term policy? It can be anywhere from 10 to 30 years. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? It's not a permanent policy. But within that 10, 30 years, if you say to yourself, okay, 10 years down the line, I'm doing a whole lot better. You know what I'm saying? I don't want a term policy. I want something that's going to build cash value or I want something that's going to be permanent. You can then turn that into a whole life policy. But it's going to be more expensive. If it's going to be more expensive. Right. Years. It's going to be more expensive. You know what I'm saying? And that's because a whole life policy builds cash value that you can borrow against. So it's, it's, it's kind of like a savings account in, in some aspects. Okay. But there, there are ways that you can, like I said, maximize your investment on multiple investment vehicles, rather be whole life, rather be even, you know, term can be beneficial in so many different ways. If you're a type of person that have a hard time saving, you know, you can't put that money into the bank and just let it sit because if it's sitting there and those new Jordans come out or that new you Xbox, you don't spend yeah. it, right? And you say, I want to start a business in 10 years. Get you a term policy for 10 years with a return of premium. Then you get your money back. So you can get your money back in 10 years and you can then take that money and do something with it. You know what I'm saying? So there's so many Genius. ways that you can save money. That's that's kind of what I specialize in, right? I don't I don't look at people and say, okay, I'm just gonna put you in this one thing. How can I help you get to your goal? When I sit down with people, I'm trying to find out what are you trying to do? Right? I'm not somebody just gonna say, okay, I wanna sell you this whole life policy, or I wanna sell you this. Why are you getting it? That that's my question. Why are you getting this policy? What what's your goal? You know what I'm saying? If you have kids, what are your goals for your kids? You know what I'm saying? You want them to go to college? Okay. What college you want them to go to? How much is that gonna cost 10 or 15 years down the line? Yeah. We need to do the whole thing. I need to see your bank statements. I need to see all these different things so I can see where you are, where you wanna go, and then we're gonna devise a plan that's gonna get you there safely. You know what I'm saying? That's what it's all about. You know, I, I don't, I'm not concerned with, you know, overall what I'm making, right? Because if I do right by you, my hope is that you're going to refer me to somebody else. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But the bottom line is we need to find out what your goals are and to get you there. Let me ask you this. How much does credit play a part in trying to build towards your financial future if you already have horrible credit? Is it better to start trying to work on getting that credit right first before you start trying to, you know what I mean, save up in debt and stuff like that? Should I just focus on that first? Is it? Is it I'm sorry, I'm going to piggyback on his question. Mm -hmm. Is it? Is it true that there's two different types of credits? Like you got insurance credit and you got... Um, you know, your regular credit, you know what I mean, that you can buy and purchase nah, and shit. underwriters, depending on what you're trying to yeah. get accomplished, decide what type of credit is good enough for their institution to back whatever it is you trying Really, to honestly, insurance companies don't look at your credit. <laughs> right. I'm going to tell you what disqualifies a lot of people. Believe it or not, is your driver's license. Believe it or not. If you got a suspended license, a lot of companies ain't going to touch you with a 10-foot pole. 
because if you got a suspended driver's license and you still driving and you're a liability, that's risk that they're not willing to take on. So a lot of people get turned down, especially in the black community, get turned down because of a bad license. Something simple. Something simple. But me, I think about that. So I have companies that I do guaranteed issue with. It don't matter if you got HIV, AIDS, full-blown, about to die real soon. Well, they do. I got a company that will insure you. It ain't going to be cheap because you're a high risk. You about to die. I'm just going to be real with you. You know what I'm saying? If you got full-blown AIDS, that's a risk for a company. And you think about if you were insuring somebody, are you going to make it cheap? Yeah, because I'm about to lose this money. You asked me for $20, and I know you about to go out of the country. Tell about you finna give it back. But the what? whole point is some people cannot be insured for various reasons. Mm-hmm. And so I made sure that I partnered with companies that would be able to insure anybody. With your no matter HIV what your essential, mm-hmm. no matter what your issue is, you can be insured because I don't care what you did or didn't do to get it. You still need to die with dignity and you still need to be able to provide something for your family. Now, I'm gonna go a little bit outside of just life insurance. If I ask y'all right now, what is your most valuable asset? What would y'all say? My penis. <laughs> to my far as in value, to my yeah, far exactly. as in like the most important like asset that you have right monetary, now. Monetary, monetary value. Yeah, it's only like I some monetary. Shit. Whatever you think is your most valuable <laughs> asset right now. What do you think? I think I, I gotta go with my Samsung TV. I got okay. delivery. What would you say? My son. Okay, what would you say? My business. When you say your business, what do you mean? Business own. Okay, but what about that? Um, that's probably, you know, the most important asset. That's right now, that's what I focus on. Okay, so you're close. Your most important asset is your paycheck. If you don't have that paycheck coming in, you can't provide for your family. I can't get my TV. You can't do nothing without that paycheck. So what are y'all doing to protect your paycheck? I go to work every day. I got to be at work But what if you can't go to work? What if you get injured, you can't go to work? What you got? Another avenue of making money. Yeah. I sell dope. But see that, but see that, fuck up. The reason why I ask that is most people don't think about disability insurance. You don't think about that. Most people might say they got it at their job. Is that like right? Or it's close to yeah. Athlete. I mean, that's actually one of the companies I work with. But what that does is, if if you know, if you have it through your job. They're only gonna pay you 60% of your paycheck. Mm-hmm. Right? So how many many how many of y'all need more than 60% of your paycheck? You see what I'm saying? So I'm just saying disability insurance is really not an expensive thing, but most people don't have it. Because they say, well, I got it through my job, or I got work, workers' comp through my job. Mm-hmm. But what if you get hurt outside of your job? I see why. So you get nothing. I see a lot of people so yeah. broke just with workers' comp. That's what I'm saying. So the That's whole point is, you should like have disability insurance. 
So if you get hurt and you can't be there, you still got a check coming in each month so you can maintain it so you can get back to work. But most people don't think about disability income, right? It's called income replacement. Do you get 100% of your check or something? Well, you don't get 100%. Most, most companies will do up to like, depending on how much you make, they may do up to about $3,000 a month, mm -hmm. right? A lot of people ain't making three grand a month. Well, so you can do that even, if, even so, if you own a business. Can you still find yes. these companies that are, yeah. you know? Yes. Okay, that's good. The sheriff ain't shit, but a low key lottery ticket, nigga. And so, I'm just saying, it's, it's, it's all about protecting everything that you do. You gotta get right. fucked up, though, to you get You wanna protect <laughs> but you know, a lot of times, I mean, you really don't have to be like seriously injured. If you just can't do your normal job, if you have any type of injury where you can't do your normal job. So if I lose a pinky and I can't type with five fingers no more. Then depending on the type of policy that you have, you will get paid. Right? I'm going to need my fingers. A lot of times you can have it up to, to two years worth of benefit. <laughs> That will pay you X amount of dollars each month for two years. That gives you a chance to kind of retool and do something different. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, there's there's different ways that you can do things to protect yourself that's inexpensive. You know, but most people don't think that their paycheck is their most valuable asset. They're gonna say something different, but they lose that paycheck. See, they hit. your health. So. <laughs> You know, hey, you righter than a motherfucker though. Your yeah, paycheck yeah. is your most valuable asset. I didn't think about well, that shit. Get your money, so yeah. Yeah. Man, yeah. Man, I just got thinking about shit. I like the best about house. It's yeah, my TV, shit. kids, and then my wife. Y'all joking? Exactly. And I agree with him because yeah. business-wise, the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, it is. You I mean, know what I mean? The people that's in business with somebody else. If one partner dies, then what happens? Then what happens? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to give your wife a settlement. But see, and then but she's she all my bitch. won't take the settlement. If she does, then no come on in, bitch. But she might not want to. <laughs> you ain't I'm no bitch. Saying, I'm but, sorry. But here's I'm what sorry. I'm saying is you now have that. a partner. <laughs> That's not on the same sheet of music as you. That's true. So now it's a problem. Yeah, because she coming in making all these so, dumbass changes that don't. Be. Yeah, you're right. You know what I'm saying? No. Or she may come in with brilliant plans and you stuck in what y'all was doing 10 years ago. And you don't want to listen to her. Now you uh, look so like a dumbass. If she's there, smarter than me. But I'm just saying there are ways that you use in insurance and things like that that you put in a, a, a business plan that says, okay, if this person dies, you know what I'm saying? I get X amount of dollars, which then allows me to buy out the spouse. You know what I'm saying? You may not have enough money to buy out the spouse out of your own pocket, Articles but if y'all got insurance on one another, that if this vital person of the company dies, then the company gets X amount of money, which then allows us to then buy out the spouse. Inequity. You know what I'm saying? So there's different things that you can do that you, you can you can protect yourself with. Can I turn this into a ratchet question real quick? Because you just posed it. <laughs> shit You put some shit to me It made me think about it Alright so Say Like you own, You go into a business With a motherfucker This is just somebody As smart as you Will eventually Become your homie But he ain't your homie Right If you ain't yeah. going to business You ain't it's your homie Yeah Y'all yeah. <laughs> yeah. gonna be homies so, so, You don't yeah, work too well Yeah you right <laughs> So You know what I mean Your guy die you know what I mean, and yeah, your guy he he gone. I didn't do shit. He just you know he he gone. You know what I mean, and old lady, she's old lady. She she want to come in with the business or whatever, but she trying to give you that pussy. 
Man, no, he don't never mix that shit, bro. Well, he might think to. Man, you don't fuck your guys. You never, woman. Man, you don't never fuck. With Not woman initially. Get money with, nigga. I agree Unless with that. Unless you want to go broke and lose everything. On life. Work for. I don't mess with no coworkers. <laughs> yeah, That's why I don't mess with that. coworkers. Nah, but, I mean, but coworkers is different because I mean, nobody got own shit. But, but they still ruin your career. Exactly. I don't even want to touch that question. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that that's that's you know that that's some personal morals right there. Mm-hmm. So I'm not even gonna touch that. You know? Why not, brother? You know. Speak <laughs> 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 I mean, that's my story. That's what you feel is important to you. You know what I'm saying? It ain't. It ain't never that important. You know, not not the homie. All right. You know, strip club Wednesday. About the time, something. Yeah, it's about the time. Oh, yeah, about the time. That was a long story. Yeah, we, we, we over there. We got some stuff. So I'm shitty that you motherfuckers Didn't nobody watch that shit. Yeah. Cause nigga, I'm right now. I ain't no bay type nigga, man. I'm not. I'm, I'm not. It's like B, motherfucker. I don't give a fuck. I, I feel gay. I just corrected this yeah. nigga. <laughs> respect yeah. it. Put some yeah. respect yeah. on it, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but I appreciate you, brother, for coming out. Hey, yeah, 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 like, I just soaked up a lot of game from you. Hold on. I didn't know that much about uh, insurance. Insurance is a big deal, and that's the that's like the slip up. I just started reading the book, man. That really opened my eyes to it, man. A cat, man. I got a new favorite hero, yeah. You know what I mean for this year? Yeah. A.G. Gaston, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He was rapping in him. Yeah. Like Arthur G. Gaston, man. And basically, he was the first black millionaire, but he made his money with insurance. With insurance and with uh, basically a, a funeral home. You know what I mean? That's how it all started. Then it branched into a little bit of everything. He kept hitting, putting his people on as he went. He related to Ebony? Ebony Gaston? Ebony Nicole Gaston? I ain't no telling. Shit, I'm related to Frederick Douglass. My blood. Man, that's my brother. You nigga, nah, not that one. <laughs> I was about to say, you old motherfucking, uh, what's his name? Uh, Umar Johnson ass yeah, nigga yeah, talking about. That means technically, but you only can to the six cousins. Mm-hmm. According to the Bible. Dumb shit. You know what I mean? So I'll run with that. All right, look, we're about to wrap up. I'm going to shock this a little bit. <laughs> you look just. <laughs> you look All right. Money, huh? We want to thank our guest, James Alred from Alred Financial Group. Yeah. He is the CEO and president, all right? So you know what he's talking about. You bitch, you. I want to thank him for coming through and putting some knowledge in you uh, ignorant motherfuckers' heads. <laughs> and also mine, because I was a little ignorant to the I was, too. too. I was a little I ignorant to it. So. We got to bring people. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, man. Moving and shaking, man. To educate the younger brothers. You see what I'm saying? Put us on our game. So we got to find some even younger brothers to put on that game, man. True. I just want to say one, one, one last thing that having knowledge and doing nothing with it it's is a crime. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So the information I'm giving 
you know, I, I would appreciate your business, but if you don't go to me, at least go to somebody that's going to, you know, better your situation for yourself and your family. Um, Fuck that. You go to James Alred, because he's a black man. Nah. Okay, he's a black man. Now, we just riding down the street, like, hey, somebody was just saying, nah, holler at this brother, yep, man. Right he here. came with the information first, we come reach out to this brother. Oh, get man. shot, nigga. Nah, I ain't say all that. Man, look, I'm saying, come right. to this brother. Okay, how can, I, uh, how can I get in touch with you, man? Uh, the company website is www.alredfinancial.com. That's A L R E D. F-I-N-A-N-C-I-A-L dot com. Uh, they can reach me toll free 1-855-424-4448 or locally 317-208-0969. You can check me out on Instagram, Alred Financial Group, Facebook, Alred Financial, and also uh, Twitter, Alred Financial Group. So. Well, I'm going to say this. So, if you don't know how to spell financial, <laughs> you don't need to be calling that name. <laughs> you do need to spell it. I'll spell it. Take their whole check. They dumbass. <laughs> All right, y'all. Look here. We the drug at night. Protect us the truth. And we hope you tell the truth too because lying is exhausting. Your puss ass. And if we catch you lying, nigga, we ain't talking to you niggas no more. <laughs> hey, I ain't it. got nothing else to say. Swoop, I'ma holler at your ass. Yeah. <laughs> is you lying or is you faking? <laughs> <laughs> Look, man, we the drunken nice way out this thing. Yep. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs>